Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Mindset Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Jensen, and today in episode 70, we're talking about how sports will break your heart. No, really. I mean it. It will break your heart. As long as I can remember, even my earliest memories revolved around a ball. Whether I was hitting a tennis ball against an unfinished wall in my parents' basement, or watching my dad play tennis as a young man, or pitching to my dad in the front yard as a four-year-old, or throwing a Nerf football through a hoop between a plastic goal, it seems that sports has been a huge theme in my life for as long as I can remember. Since the first time I threw a spiral through the goalposts in that living room, I have been hooked. I mean hooked. It's crazy how hooked I've been. And I've been told that the key to happiness is improvement. So whether you're talking about improving a running time, a personal best in weightlifting, or trying to make a serve more consistent, when you improve, you are happy. The world is one huge testing ground for improvement. That's why kids are generally happy. Whether it's art, writing, sports, poetry, computer games, or training an animal, the world gives us endless opportunities to improve. As a young boy, and even now, I am fascinated with a ball. I love to make it spin. I enjoy making it carve through the air. I cannot wait to explore the angle that I have to hit a tennis ball to make it kick. I've been forever aware that making a ball do tricks is not easy for everyone, and the repetitive nature of throwing a ball or hitting a ball better and better is completely thrilling to me. Curveballs, knuckleballs, sliders, slip pitches, fastballs, two-seamers, the long ball, heavy throws, the deep ball, go deep, spinning it, spirals, arch, and accuracy were quickly added to my vocabulary as a young man. I couldn't get enough, and quite frankly, I still can't. To this day, after hundreds and thousands of throws, hits, serves, and catches, I still can't wait to throw a ball around with a friend at a summer barbecue or to hit a tennis ball around with my dad on a hot summer night. I wish I could say that I am unique in this love or this lust of sport. However, I'm not. There are millions of us that can relate in some fashion or another. I have learned so many lessons over the years by spinning a football. I yearn for competition. I love investing in something so deeply that it makes me nervous and trying to perform at a high level anyway. If you are listening to this podcast, chances are that you have loved some sport or activity in this fashion. In some ways, sports is my mistress. In other ways, it's my loving companion. It's my drug of choice. It's cathartic. It's relaxing. So why do I bring all of this up? I bring it up because today was National Letter of Intent Signing Day for many high school seniors who play football around the country. Today was a crucial day for many of the athletes that I work with personally. Some dreams come true on this day, some don't. Some dreams are shattered. A lot of hard work, tears, blood, and sweat went into today. Hundreds of thousands walked away from today, or will walk away today, with doubts, fears, and a feeling of defeat. A chosen few will walk away with dreams to fulfill. They may think they have arrived, but there are so many triumphs and disappointments ahead. It would be impossible to explain them all. Some will take advantage of the new opportunity, and some will stumble with the pressure that undoubtedly 
is on its way. And this is why I love sports. This is also why I hate sports. Sometime in your life, somehow, some way, sports will break your heart. Not only will it break your heart, it will dash it into a million pieces, taking no thought as to how, why, when, or if it can be put back together. It doesn't matter if you get cut from the ninth grade basketball team or if you never put on a football helmet again after your senior year of high school or if you get benched your senior year of collegiate athletics or if you are a Hall of Fame athlete that needs to retire. Sports will test your grit, it will test your mettle, and sports will test your heart. As much as you love sports, it will make you analyze the very reasons that you love them and it will make you analyze whether or not your love was true. Sports is a great imposter, and if you don't treat those two imposters of winning and losing the same, the world of sports will gobble you up. Very few people control or get to dictate the terms of how their sports career ends. Brett Favre, Joe Montana, and Michael Jordan all struggled with retirement, and I don't think, in the end, they were in charge of when they stopped playing. John Elway did it. John Stockton did it, but I feel like they are the exception to the rule. If you go and Google any of their retirement speeches, you can see how much they loved the sport that they played, and you can see how difficult it was for them to stop playing. So my podcast today is for those athletes that feel like they have been overlooked, that feel like things are difficult and that they don't know what their way is today. My message to them today is that with every victory and every defeat, there's a personal choice. You can believe what they say or you can reject them. My advice to everyone facing them is to not believe them. Reject everything that they say. It's a valuable tool. Do not believe the hype. Do not believe the critic. Only you know the truth. Follow your guts. The sports world is littered with gutsy people. They are gutsy because they never gave much credence to the praise, nor to the criticism. Some people show guts by having the gift of being completely honest with themselves. Are you completely honest with yourself? Take courage. You know what you need to do. Now do it. For the athlete who has had many articles written about them and been on various recruiting trips, and have many around them telling them how fantastic they are, I ask you one question today. Are you really as good as they say you are? Have you really worked hard for this opportunity? Or are you just gifted? Are you just bigger and faster than everyone else naturally? Have you really outworked the competition? Or are you a paper tiger? Is it predicted by many that you will succeed? Is it possible that you are missing that it factor that creates a champion? Only you know the answer and only you know how to fix it. I would encourage you to reject the hype, to reject the praise, and to reject the headlines. It's a trap for fools. Dig deep. Humble yourself. Be what you were meant to be by taking advantage of every single moment of every single day. I implore you to have people revere you for the hard worker that you are and not how great slash fantastic slash handsome slash athletic you are. For the athlete that was rejected today by a dream, I encourage you to reject negative self-talk that can come as a result of that rejection. 
Negative mental models are disastrous to dreams. Sure, we all have negative mental models. We think to ourselves, I'm not good enough. I don't have connections. Maybe they're right. My coach didn't do enough to get me recruited. There are a million clever little lies that seep into your mind when you fail at something. My question to you is this, how is that working for you? Are these mental models helping you to succeed or helping you to fail? Are they true? Examine them. Take them off the shelf. Look at them and then throw them out or keep them. It's your choice. My guess is that most of the time, things are never as good as it gets, nor as bad as they seem. Get off the mat. Dust yourself off and get back to work. You have dreams to chase. You have goals to pursue. You have power over your own personal sports career. There are valuable lessons being learned, and if I had a dollar for every college starter and professional athlete who never had a signing day at their high school or wasn't named All-State, I'd be rich. It happens all the time. Why not you? Why not now? The choice is yours. It starts with a deep-rooted belief in yourself. It can't be faked, but it can be learned. Regardless of what others say, only you know your passion. Only you can decide when the dream is over. In the end, I would just like to tell each athlete, you need to know that failure is part of success. There will be hundreds, if not thousands of failures in your career. Successful people fall forward. Everyone gets knocked down. They just get back up faster than the other people. They refocus while others are wallowing in the loss. Really, these lessons that we learn at an early age in sports become future lessons for life. Don't believe me? Put me to the test. The lessons that you learn will last a lifetime. There's a poem and a quote that I think everybody who's listening to this blog should listen to today, and it's called If by Rudyard Kipling. If you have a chance to read it, I would highly suggest that you do it. That's it for today. Remember, you can reach me via email at Riley at HeadstrongConsulting.com or via Twitter at Riley Jensen. I love to hear from you. Let's talk tomorrow.